welcome to so i didn't do this before welcome to geeks on um on screens with coffee so hopefully you've you've got some drink there haven't you kevin yes i have um in fact what i did do was um never mind i changed some of the letters around to make some swear words on this earlier but i've decided not to show them <laughs> and there we have there we go so we're now recording action so hello kevin um how are you i'm good thanks mark yourself yeah so um the idea of this is just add a bit of social interaction because i don't get a huge amount um so it's imagine we're kind of we're going to a water cooler or we're having a bit of a coffee break and we're just having a bit of a natter um so how are things with kind of the virus stuff how i mean how are you and how's your family you i mean you said before we were officially live that um you, your wife's in healthcare. yeah Sandra. so so she looks after the vulnerable basically so she's been drafted in the help at the moment so it's obviously affected us to a degree because like the uk we're kind of on a self-isolation as well so we only go out if necessary uh, however when they first announced that over here in the netherlands i actually had to go and work for a client site for a while just to help get things going for them whilst a few things were being sorted out so i was doing that and then my wife got asked to go and help out with the healthcare situation so we've both been around people for a while after it started but now we're coping okay you know and we've taken steps to make sure that if anything happens and we're covered and you're both healthy and everything's all right and yeah we're, we're both healthy and we're making sure we go out in the back garden quite a lot to get a lot of exercise and stuff i'm <laughs> i'm actually going back to doing gardening the way you would have done 20 years ago just to keep myself active outside so so all the tools that people have bought in the last couple of decades to make their lives easier i'm ignoring all of those at home at the moment and, and going back to the uh, older style of doing stuff outside just to keep myself a bit more active what so that's what no power tools pretty much so basically everything all the cleaning of the patio and everything's been done by hand at the moment and the same with all the pruning and things like that. Yeah, well, pruning I can see, but I really, I mean, I guess, yeah, a brush, a bit of elbow grease, but it's just much faster with the jet wash. You know, it is. I mean, it's, even if you've got a power tool, cutting bits of the garden down is fun. But, you know, it's, but whatever floats your boat, whatever makes you happy. Um, yeah, oh, you know. We didn't we didn't go we didn't do the run through uh, i normally kind of run through what we're going to talk about um um but i'll surprise you go for what it we, i mean you've seen the others um what i didn't notice is that people were commenting on the last one on facebook um so i was going to just check facebook to make sure people weren't um doing anything but i can I can't even see that we're live on for yeah, it'd be alright, wouldn't it? 
Let's have a look and see. Apparently so. And there's one comment. Ooh. That hasn't appeared on mine. A sander. Oh, yeah. There we go. All right. Look, one little eye to show that I'm watching it. There we go. All right, good. <laughs> so, uh, what are you drinking? What was that? Was that coffee or was that squash? That's just that's beer. Water in a, water just, in a sequel skills mug. Yeah, I've had lots of coffee today. Like I said earlier, I actually had a, a machine come over from Germany. So, so what kind of machine? What it's, was it, a filter or a espresso? It's a Melito. It's called a barista. So the inside of it is actually the mechanics of what a barista would do in real life. So it's it's quite a good little machine, to be honest. Uh, is it a bit of a faff then, or is it easy to make the coffee? It, it's easy to make the coffee. You know, you pour the beans and you press the button, and the little barista inside makes it for you. What, so it grinds the beans for you? Yeah, like a barista, you open that up and it's got all the mechanics in, and so, you can actually see it. So, so, so lazy. So, but uh, you, go on. You have to. I was going to say you have to remember when I lived in the UK, I, I was just drinking instant coffee all the time. It's only when I moved over here I, I started drinking the good stuff. The good stuff. You mean proper coffee? Yes. So, um, what have you been up to, Kevin? Because I saw some um, posts, some tweets and some stuff. I see mostly on LinkedIn for some reason. I don't know why. Was it The Weekender? And I was just talking with Ben. Uh, I think he submitted a session. Um, you and some Welsh bloke, random Welsh bloke, have got together to put on some virtual conference. Yeah, well, it all came about from a just a, an innocent tweet I sent out the other week. I said, I wonder if somebody's going to sort out a virtual conference for all the people in Europe who've put all the effort in to organise and volunteer for all the conferences. Because, as we both know from working together in the past, a lot of effort go into these conferences. And I felt quite bad for the guys, that, well, people that had all cancelled and had to postpone them. So I said that out as an innocent tweet. I wonder if somebody's going to ask a, a certain association nicely if they can do get, we'll get together to have one in Europe. And then the, the random Welsh person, as you called him, kind of said to me it was a good idea and encouraged me to think about it a bit more. And after a few ideas and a few tweets, yeah, this event came to be. So we talked to a few people about bouncing around ideas about the name and then we came to yeah <laughs> this rather interesting name for everybody so we stuck with it or the weekender yeah well data community weekender <clears throat> europe so the event is organized fully by europeans dcwe <laughs> all right okay not, not as catchy as Relahistaba, but it's, it's it's catchy. I'm sure it will catch on. Yeah, well, I think most people are shortening it. As you know, they're shortening it down as Data Weekender. Well, just Weekender, wouldn't it? Wouldn't that work? 
It would, but I'm sure that um, a, a certain music-based organisation may be a bit upset. It, very similar name to one of their albums. Oh, okay. I'm not sure. You might have to spell that one out for me. I thought <laughs> Weekender might be a... Is, oh, I'm thinking of the in-betweeners. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, so you and Geffen are organising this conference. I saw the the call for speakers. I. I have to be very clear about this. It's not just me and Geffen. It's a team effort. There's what, six them. people. In... Name, name them. Name them now. Name them. <laughs> Maybe I shall wait. I'm sure some people have figured out some of them already. So obviously it's um, me and Geffen, a, a certain chap from Iceland, a certain chap from Ireland, and a couple of other guys floating around as well. So all six of us are from different, live in different parts of different European countries. So we've all grouped together to do a proper team effort. There's other people that have also pitched in their help as well, who are not part of the main organization team, but they're also, they're all fully involved in their own right. Uh, if you go to our meetup page, for instance, you, you will see that somebody else in Ireland actually created it. So it, it is very much a team effort, this event. And the idea was, and this is why we reached out, it was the idea was for all the organisers and volunteers of the Council and Postponed Defence in Europe to get together and have a combined effort. And it's as simple as that, really. So, I mean, being a, uh, a geek, what, it, what are you hosting it on? What are you broadcasting it on? Teams, Skype, um the other thing that begins with a Z and ends in an OOM, the, um, the, there are several kind of platforms. So which one are you going for? Uh, well, to be honest, we haven't 100% announced what we're going to go with yet. We're making sure we're filling in all the blanks. We have got one in mind. Uh, it's not the one that begins with a Z, I can tell you that much. <laughs> so, yeah. Watch this space very closely, and we will announce shortly. Okay, fine. But everything else is all there, and like I said, we've had plenty of people come over to volunteer to help out on the actual day as well. As you can see, we've had quite a few submissions already. Uh, and the idea is, like I said, is to fill the void left by some of these conferences. Um, obviously, you've got uh, Data Discovery Day coming up as well, which is aimed at the introductory sessions for People don't want to learn about new things. I had quite an open discussion with one of the organizers of that event beforehand because they're looking to run the session during the week and it's an introductory session. We're going to do ours over the weekend and we're looking for similar sessions that you would get at weekend events and other data platform events. So, and it's all fine. And you've got another event that's happening in June as well, the, the 8 kilobytes, I think it's called, yeah. which is obviously a SQL internals event, which is looking a bit more in depth uh, in a lot of the related topics to do with SQL Server. So there's a lot of variety for a lot of the community with these events coming up. Uh, some obviously in the before the mis all the events were cancelled and postponed, the variety was that all these events were at different locations. Whereas now the variety is the actual types of topics that are covered in the days of the week that they're done. So, so I can see that it's, it's on the 2nd of May. Yep. Yeah. 
and the call for papers and on the 17th and so ends in a couple of days so people have still got time to kind of submit indeed and then I'm, I'm i'm on the page now i can see quite a few kind of sessions oh that's quite good so shovel sub i mean oh someone with a similar name to mine who submitted a couple i mean there's enough there for a couple of um events well just one right and ben yeah. submitted for that on his building bimmel that's do you find that you get different people submitting for those events than they do for the in-person ones Yes, I do, especially one name, one one certain American speaker. I was actually quite surprised to see their name there because I, I don't think I've seen their submit for an event for for some time. So me personally, I was like, oh. So if you... I mean, you, you're talking in code because not being that, that familiar with the community kind of... Um, okay. I, I was. You can say no comment. Uh, no, I, 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 I don't mind being open about it. it it's obviously is up to the speaker as well if they feel a bit like they've been highlighted out. But huh. I, I, I was really happy they submitted. Put it that way. The idea is this: this event is hosted and organised by Europeans, and anybody at all in the world can submit for this event. We, we encourage it. That's for sure. Um, and like I said earlier, we were having ours in the weekend, and the reason we agreed, decided on that, I should say, is because, yeah, you have some events coming up, which are going to be in the weekday, and as somebody I was talking to mentioned, you can watch it on the second screen. A lot of people can when they're working at home. They can watch these events on the second screen, whereas uh, quite a few people, including myself, I have to admit, have to take part in quite a few online meetings now because of the working from home situation so it's hard to watch an event online when you're actually in meetings all day and expected to do your job which is why we decided to go for the weekend oh no no that makes a lot of sense i mean i can't even when i'm working from home i can't take part and watch stuff when i'm you know even when i'm trying to concentrate or work because i'm you know i'm either on a call or working and you know, having the luxury of sitting back and, and watching something. Um, but I'm guessing you have you got a plan? So because none of these questions are prepared, Kevin doesn't know about them. So so you can say no comments. There's a plan to record them and then have them online for posterity, or is it have them online for a short period of time and take them down, or or you know, it's you have to be there. If you miss it, you missed it. I would say watch this space and because I, I have to admit, I, I would say no, I would say no comment, but I'll be completely honest. We haven't fully decided yet again no. on that front. No. You know, this is a, a fast turnaround event for everybody. We've decided to do it because everybody, there's still a big question mark about how long certain countries will be having this social isolation, etc. So we thought we'd do it sooner rather than later. Yeah, we're, well, you know, I'd still be expecting it to come in the UK for a good couple of months. Look, it's bad enough being presenting to a room of people. 
you know, and you know they're there. Look, I can see you had your phone up in the corner. Yeah, Other yeah, people yeah, wouldn't have because I've cut off the edge of the screen. But then... <laughs> that's because somebody who was watching this at one stage just messaged me to say, I'm watching you. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I went to pick the phone up. I was like, okay. All right. We're going to go with some of our standard questions. What's your favourite cheese, Kevin? What's your favourite cheese? Quickly. I have to admit it's got to be cheddar because I come from near cheddar. Yeah. And you know this. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I would have thought, though, where you live now, is your palate not being opened up? Well, yeah, I do eat a lot more European cheeses these days, you know. I am quite partial as well to brie. Uh, so I find that quite nice and have that quite often. So, yeah, I do have a lot more variety these days. Now, it looks like I'm on your laptop webcam. You're not on my laptop webcam. You're on my very nice, shiny HD webcam. Well, it is very good quality. I mean, I will compliment you on your quality. Um, I've got a new question is, how messy is your office? And we need some sort of theme music in the background. I, I would openly admit it, it. My office is fairly messy because that's why the camera is positioned. That my <laughs> my office is also. I have to admit my gym as well. As you know, I, I I do a bit of cycling now and again, so I need somewhere for the turbo trainer and the bike to live. So for me, it makes sense for it to be in the same well in my office basically. So it's. If I thought about this, um, and I can't do this, but I thought it would, if you could, it'd be fun to have a scoot around your office. But um, I think that's probably not a good idea at the moment. <laughs> um, people don't know, so you're we're on different. I'm talking to you on one camera, and everybody else is seeing a different camera. So you're seeing everyone else is when they're watching it. I've got the green screen and it's zoomed in, so this is all white. You're seeing this sort of green screen behind me at a bit of an angle. Um, in fact, what I can might be able to do is, um, now it was, um, ah, no, I didn't mean to, that one. I can do, what am I gonna turn off? No, oh, that didn't work very well, no. I should have thought about that before I did it. Um, people can't see, but what's by me? But this this room is is an absolute mess. But um, I've got lights and I've got other things set up. And it was Scott Hanselman that kind of turned me on to kind of um, using OBS, which is why we're talking on Skype. But it's also then streaming onto something else. Well, yeah, onto onto YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, the Snap chats the whatever you know everything live yes yeah I'm, I'm watching a little bit going on so in fact i couldn't really see before we had some comments from um kevin klein was watching it um and so because i'm not watching the comments i wasn't replying but other people were um all right well that was a very oh i won't try that again um all right so what's the best thing that's come out of the right the virus for you personally so i'm working at home is it because i've been watching some cool stuff on youtube 
um, that wouldn't have been there if it wasn't for the virus. Um, so, what's been good for you? Um, I'll be honest with you, I, I used to work from home for a couple of years for my first move over here to the Netherlands. I, it's fairly common knowledge with a lot of people that I was still working for a UK company. And, and back then, it's fair to say my experience of working from home now is completely different to how it was back then. So my mindset on how I go about doing all the meetings and everything is completely different. I would say it's actually more improved than how it was when I was doing it a couple of years ago. So it's been an interesting learning curve for me. It's it's taking some adjustment to come back to working from home again after specifically leaving a job to work in a an uh, office because obviously uh, working from home for a lot of people seems like the perfect job. But for me, after a while, because I was living in a foreign country, I wanted to go and mix with the in the country I live in. So that's changed me quite a lot. I think it's for the better as well. Uh, like you said, it, it is a good period to catch up on a lot of things as well. So it's giving me a bit of a chance to study for a Microsoft certification. So I've been working, looking to do that as well. And it's not a data platform certification either. So it's quite an interesting challenge for me. Which one? So I'm looking to do the Azure DevOps expert certification. Right. Uh, so I... I'm a product owner of, um, at this moment in time, I'm a product owner of just under 2,000 SQL Server instances. So I'm using Azure DevOps a lot more than I would have done previously. And I'm also I'm on, the, on the side as well at home, I'm experimenting with a lot of the features to do with it. So I thought, well, it would be a good idea to go and do the expert certification. And it turned out because of one of my... Um, other MCSCs that I've got as well. I only had to do a transition exam to become an Azure Admin Associate last year. So I did that. And now I'm going to look to actually do the Azure DevOps certification, which is on top of it. So, so. we, I mean, we, because who I work for, we have to do them all the time. And um, I was talking with somebody who's even our kind of set, Less technical people, the more salesy, more relationship people still have to do them. And he was planning on taking some of the technical ones. And I was sort of asking, are you doing this to pass the exam? Or are you doing it because you want to learn the skills? And I find that they're two very different approaches. One is trying to focus on what the exam could ask, and the other is, well, let's look at that technology and play with it and see what we can do and learn. And then, So which one are you doing it for? I actually enjoy doing them to formalize my knowledge. That sounds really marketing kind of thing, but that is the honest truth. There's some of the stuff I in the exam always been advertised to be covered in the exam, like sewing the cube and stuff like that. I have actually already got hands-on experience with to a degree. So I just want to do it to fill in the blanks. It's been a couple of interesting things so far, some of the features on there. So it's been giving me quite a good insight, but it's just, the drive to get there and like I said fill in the blank spots for me okay and it also makes sense as well because uh, as, again as some people know me and um, one of the people who are apparently are watching at the moment 
we actually have a session that we do around the community as well. So it helps people realize that, yeah, we actually do know what we're talking about. Yeah, I kind of, yeah, I guess I've had some bad, I think it's because I, I worked at a company and so quite a few years ago and we had some new guys start and he was the most certified person there. You know, came in, he was just out of university and he had, you know, he was a certified developer, whatever, whatever the exams were at the time. Yeah, and he just brain dumped it. So it's kind of, it's always given me a bit of a bad taste in the kind of, in my mouth. It's, you know, you can do a certain amount and then, you know, the exams only show you a certain amount. It's the amount of effort you yeah. put in. It's, it's the same with all, all the certifications, to be honest with you. They, like I said, they, they help fill in your blank spots, which is what I like. But yeah, it's... It's each to everybody's taste, I think. That I know there's been massive debates with people in the community in the past about certifications. I'm, uh, as you can probably guess, I've got nearly as many. Well, I've, yeah, I've got nearly as many certifications as years working in IT now. So, I'm obviously very pro certification. Or very young. I could be very young. You're right. Maybe it's both. Uh. Yeah. All right, so now we go to the emergency question. Right, so we're using Richard Herring's emergency question book, um, and I do put the link on. So if you want to become a monthly badger and support Richard and the podcast and stuff, stuff he does, that we at the bottom, pick a number between one and one thousand and one. Um, and there's a few numbers gone, like sixty-nine and sixty-five has gone as well. Uh, I tell you what, in in memory of Ted Rogers, I'll go for three, two, one. Oh, what a nice reference! Oh, <laughs> come on, you know you want to do it. No, not it's too much. It's the wrong way round. Oh. It is. They said it about, but even if you do it the right way round, it's still. Kevin, it's live, live. I can't edit that out. Uh, three, two, one. <laughs> I think either way these days would get people in trouble. So. so, if you were the ruler of the universe, what laws would you make? And so Richard's got an answer to this. Everything would be made of 12s, which would grow back if you ate them. Um, but it might, although this might have an impact on the commercial viability, viability of 12s. So, um, what rules would you make if you were in charge of everything? Oh, that's a very good question. I think, especially in this day and age as well, one specific rule or one specific law? Is it again? I, I think that would be three... Uh, if you were the ruler of the universe... What laws would you make? And it's laws, so it could be more than one. Oh. Like, Thank you. no eating in the cinema, no talking in the cinema. They would... actually, actually, they are my pet, pet hates, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a very good question. I think it would be... That is by... 
a very obscure law for people to learn at least one new thing every week. Every week. One new thing every week. Yeah, well, yeah. But it'd be hard to enforce, but yes. How would yeah. you prove it? But... That's true. So is that something that you try and do? Yeah, quite a lot, to be honest. Okay. Um, what I did you learn this I mean, you, you've asked for this now. Okay. You've asked. What did you learn this week? That's a pretty good question. And uh, I suppose since we've just been talking about it anyway, I've learned a couple of new methods to get some feedback from Azure DevOps. Oh, so share, is it something you can share? Uh, not at this moment in time, yeah. no, because it was uh, on another machine, unfortunately. So, yeah. All right. So, well, what I'd like to do is, is there a short link or some sort of bitly link for the data community Weekender Europe? Or are you just suggesting people put that into their favorite search browser engine? Bring up all yeah. this stuff, type it in. But, yeah, put it into their favorite search engine and then it will probably appear, I should know, because I actually looked for it earlier and it does appear when I search for it. Right. So what I have to do is to look for data community. <laughs> so data community, weekend of Europe. Let's see if it comes up in Ask Jeeves. Ask. It's no longer Ask Jeeves. That's interesting, isn't it? thought it was Ask Jeeves. Yeah, well, no. I've seen some uh don't uh no uh there's a meetup oh that is it so it's a meetup group it's also a meetup as well yeah no, i didn't realize it. oh and obviously it's got a very distinctive logo on there at the moment the the picture on the call for speakers page i'll admit was not my idea it was somebody else's because it was my team's background and somebody commented about it. Well, it was my team background on the online meeting I was in, I should say, at the time. What the the graphic of the um or the actual picture of you in the V dub bus. The picture of me in there. Right. Yeah. And they've what they've um vec vectorized it, is that the term? I honestly couldn't tell you what they did with it. They they just took somebody took it upon themselves to very nicely do the graphic. All right. So it's a meetup group and it's on also on where did I find it? Um, Sessionize. Yes, the call for speakers is on Sessionize and it's a meetup group. And so, people yeah. people have got three days. Is it now? Just be clear. Is it midnight on the seventeenth? BST, or is it CET? It is CET. It's my time, basically. <laughs> All right. I, only because <laughs> Kevin and I had this discussion about what time to meet up. So, oh, you an hour, an hour ahead, aren't you? And then I got all confused, and I thought I was an hour ahead of you, and no, didn't work out too well. But we managed to meet up at roughly the right time and roughly get it done. I, I will 
I mean, to be honest with you, I had the similar issues when I first moved over there here and was going through it with other people. It's the same with public holidays as well. Yes, yes. Yeah, you find out that when you work with Indian teams, that they seem to have a lot of public holidays. Yeah, and some of the holidays we, we took for granted growing up all of a sudden are not public holidays anymore. No, but you must have different ones over there. Yeah, we, we have different ones over here. We have the same, similar ones as well. So it, it works out. More or less in the UK? Around about even, I would say. It's about the same ones. It's just on slightly different days and like once every five years and things uh, like that. One, what? You have ones that are every five years? Yeah, but it's um, kind of an unofficial one, but the, a lot of companies still give to people at the time off. So. Yeah. Oh, what? You mean a bit like Christmas Day? Christmas Day is on a holiday, public holiday. And neither is Easter Sunday. That's true. But now we got some interesting ones over here, and there's some slight differences. Like, for, for instance, um, Boxing Day, as we call it in the UK, is actually called Second Christmas over here. <laughs> e Easter Easter Monday is technically, yeah, uh, Trade of Houses, so yeah, Second Easter, effectively. So... Yeah, there are some small differences. All right. Well, um, thank you for chatting to me. Um, and there is one final question. Is It is the imperative of the guest to nominate someone else for me to talk to, purely because I'm a lazy human being. Um, who, who, do you, who should I talk to? Um, oh. I tell you what, since they put an eye next to saying they were watching us earlier, I think I will nominate the person I haven't seen for a long time, even though he's only in a kilometre away, Sanders Dad. All right. Well, I can um, I can pin him straight away. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Oh, do you know what? I, I suspected you were going to nominate him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I've got two people. Actually, do you want to? Actually, can you tweet him, and then that saves me even having to contact him. That's how. That's how it should be. You should. You should do the nominating, and not even tell me, because. Because that would be lazy. Um, I think he already knows. To be honest, judging by the message oh, okay. that I had a while ago, I will message him now. Most for live, just to see if he's still watching. All right. And while you're doing that, um, I've been using a new platform to basically um, these going out as podcasts as well. So it it will just get pushed back up onto YouTube later, maybe in a couple of days after I sort out any problems with the audio, and then they'll go up onto um, a podcast so people can then listen to it without having to look at our lovely faces. Hey, we've got a good face for radio. I've got the perfect face and for, for radio. <laughs> Actually, I did notice you've got very short hair. Have you been cutting that or has your wife been cutting that? No, I, I actually have my hair usually, as some people would tell you these days, usually now I have it a lot shorter than I used to. I've actually been doing the reverse of a lot of people. I've actually let the top of my hair grow now 
and been shaving my face. <laughs> so I'm, I'm bucking the trend. Right. So, so this is a couple of weeks worth of growth now because it was easier when I was started doing the cycling again and stuff if it was just a lot shorter and I just stuck with it. Okay. All right. Well, I will um, hope the weekender conference goes well and I presume there's nothing to stop it from happening again kind of and again and again you know it, it doesn't have to stop just because other conferences start up again this is true we will see what happens after this one is out of the way <laughs> yeah i can see you going yeah yeah we'll see what no happens. it some somebody else has already actually mentioned a similar thing that's why he smiled yeah well i mean uh, i'm surprised that it doesn't happen more often as in the group buy was the only sort of regular thing that um that I've seen. That's Brent's. Um, oh, I'm speak. I think next week there's a user group in Manchester, so it leads a virtual one. I'll be talking at that. I mean, I should be using this to publicise myself because. Well, why not if I'm here? Well, that's it. You know, is if you do these things, you you might as well publicise it. Um. Oh, can I just sign so one follow up stream with stop? So, oh, Whiteley's tweeting again. Whiteley sent me some really good things to talk to Ben about, but um, I wasn't looking at my phone. Um, don't. Oh, I mean, that's um. It, uh, Things I was thinking about how to make things, how to make things smoother. Oh, thanks. He thinks he thinks they need making smoother. Why I order? All right. <laughs> well, I need to get him back on, so I might get him back on again because I haven't asked him the MVP questions, and I need a whole set of questions to ask non MVPs. Um, well, let's have a catch up after your event. Let me know how it went. Um, yeah. It'd be fun just to see kind of. How you went with the tech, because you know I'm kind of interested in that in that side of it. Yeah, uh, it it should be interesting. As, as I mentioned, as somebody this week, I, I might even actually just attend the event from the luxury of my own sofa <laughs> when I'm online. You know, well, you do. <laughs> I, I've got all the, I've, yeah, exactly. I've got all the kit here. I've got the obviously the HD webcam. I've got a decent microphone from which I had to invest in last year when I done that video. So yeah. And I know it all works because I had a party the other week with it all set up. Oh, okay, cool. I see is there anything people should catch up any of your stuff online that people can see if you've recorded something? Well I I did that video last year as part of the Azure Advent calendar about SQL Server related services in Azure. If people want to have a look at that, and you've already got the URL, I suspect, from my blog posts anyway. So, yeah, he's shaking his head now, going, No, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at it now. What day were you? What day were you? Kevin, 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 Kevin. There we go. You were Christmas Day. Yeah, I was Christmas Day. They said, 
have you got a preference to the day? And I went, no, it's fine. So they put me on the very last day, by the end. And I thought, okay, no pressure then. Uh, I can't see your symbol, your video. Your link to it isn't up there. I don't think so. The, the link to your blog post isn't up there. It's just a link to your Twitter stream. Uh, I see. Terrible. That's why you. That's why you Twitter. That's why your kind of your your blog hits haven't been as high as they should be. Well, it doesn't matter, you know. At the end of the day, it, the doing the video was a very new and interesting experience for me, uh, and I had to learn a completely different set of skills to get it all together smoothly. Well, I'm fairly sure my video is probably one of the only one of probably only a handful of them that had the credits at the end. So I, put, I even put the effort in to do credits for everybody. So I did, I used, used a musical instrument for the introduction with snow because it was Christmas Day. And then I thought I put the effort in as well and actually put some credits at the end. Okay. Well, have you got that then? Oh, did you post it up onto YouTube yourself or have you... No, I, well, the videos are on YouTube as part of the Azure Edpoint calendar that but was even, done. Okay. Right, so, so I'll see if I can find it on the YouTubes and um, and post it up. If not, I'll ping you to see if I can find out kind of what, what the link is. Yeah, no worries. All right, well, thank you for your time, Kevin. And I hope the thing on the 2nd of May goes well. Excuse me? And, and no pressure for choosing my sessions. It's fine if I don't get chosen. <laughs> I won't take it personally. You'll never speak to me again, but apart from that... <laughs> apart from when I want something from you, then I will, of course. All right, cheers. Take care. Cheers, right, mate. Bye. bye. Let's turn this stream off and um, stop broadcasting. Mm -hmm.